Today's That Geek Show is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash thatgeekshow. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey everybody, welcome back to That Geek Show, podcast edition, the show that brings all of the geek and nerdospheres straight to your ears all around the world. So happy to be with you tonight, today, this evening, this morning, whenever you're listening to us, in your car, in your earbuds, in your house, in your bathroom, we don't judge. We're just here to bring you some fun, nerdy content. And joining me this week is a fun panel of guests, special panel of guests, awesome panel of guests. Uh, three of the people that work for ThatGeekShow.com. One of them is returning to the show after an absence, our movie guy, Matt Grumman. Welcome back. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Grumpy old man Matt is back. <laughs> uh very fun. All right. Uh, joining us also from last week and the week before, or in the time before, Mr. Dan Molinar. He is our gaming guy. How's it going, Dan? It's going pretty well. It's going pretty well. Good. Hopefully staying cool in your heat box over there. <laughs> the AC will make an appearance later in the show, I guarantee it. He's going to break down. He's going to break down. I feel it. Not, well. <laughs> And joining us for the first time, oh, if no, second time on the podcast, it's been a while, but for the second time on the podcast, she's our uh, copy editor for the website and also does some features every now and then, uh, Michelle Noriega is joining us, everyone. Michelle, how are you? I'm good. Dying, but good. <laughs> Everybody's dying in this heat. This heat, man. I'm fine. Well, You know what? I'm usually well, like okay the heat, in the so. heat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually good. I don't know why this one's hitting me hard. Yeah, it's a weird heat wave. For those who didn't know, in California, we've been living in a in hell for the past couple of days. <laughs> it was 105 one day. <laughs> it's been in the It was 90s. like 115. Yeah, 115 yeah, in some areas. 115 by me, yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, it was like Arizona weather, Texas weather. It was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. So anyways, we hope you are staying cool. Crank up the AC wherever you are and sit back and listen to the audio goodness you're about to experience. All right. If you don't know where to find us, we're thatgeekshow.com and on social medias, That Geek Show everywhere, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And before we get started, I just want to plug a few things we got going on on the website and around uh, our media uh, presence. First of all, Dan, you're a part of a brand new podcast on the channel. It's called Multiplayer. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it, actually. Yeah, it's pretty cool to have a new uh, new podcast specifically dedicated to gaming. What did you guys talk about on the first episode? Um, the first episode, it was it was kind of funny because it was kind of last minute, and so like the subject of the matter was uh, from Overwatch. They introduced a new character called Hammond or Wrecking Ball, I guess is his official name. The hamster. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we talked about that for a bit. Cool. Well, that sounds fun. So if you're into gaming. And that's all you want to listen to. Go check out Multiplayer. That's how you find it uh, everywhere podcasts are distributed. And uh, yeah, go give it a go give it a like. Go give it a five star review if you can. Uh, also on the site, published last week, um, we have a couple more video game things. So video, very video game heavy themed <laughs> plugs. Uh, Dan, you also wrote a nice little primer review, uh, little guide to Pokemon Go, the newest update. And uh, it's all about, you know, what, friends and trading and 
things you can't do because not a lot of people are on that level. But hey, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it definitely, it was a rough first few days, and still a rough couple of weeks going for it. But it, it, Niantic's smoothing everything out, so it's getting much, much better. Good. So if you're new to Pokemon Go or just uh, haven't played in a while and you want to check out what's going on with that, go check out Dan's nice little review on the update on the website. Also, uh, Connor's not here, but we'll just plug it. He has a nice little feature on the upcoming game from uh, Bioware, I believe, uh, Anthem, that was shown off at E3 last year and this year. And I believe yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I believe it's coming later this year or next year. I don't know. I guess. It's coming next year. It's, it's either January 20th or February 22nd. There's like two major dates where like every game in it and it's like Mother is coming out. Oh, wow. That's weird. That's so they're weird like they'd want they're to... front loading next year pretty much? Yeah. Next year, uh, if I recall, there is six major titles that are all coming out within like three weeks of each other. Wow, that's wow. crazy. Yeah. So if you want to know about Anthem, go check that out on the website too. All right. So... Without further ado, let's get into the big topic of the week. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Now let's do this! I got a bad feeling about this. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Inconceivable! I'm rude. Time to nut up or shut up. Spartans! Prepare for glory! Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Why is the rum always gone? I make this look good. I know who I am! I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude! How about a cadaver? I like this ship! You know, it's exciting. Looks like a TKO to me. I think I got it, but just in case, tell me the whole thing again, I wasn't listening. The big topic of the week is uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. We've given you guys a couple weeks to watch it, to peruse over it. It's broken a billion dollars, so it's another billion dollar uh, monster uh, to, to, well, pardon the pun, not really pardon the pun. It's a monster movie and it's a monster at the box office. So let's get into it. Let's do a full spoiler review. Uh, If you haven't seen it, I mean, I guess. I mean, I haven't, but I mean, mean, for the long haul. Oh, I haven't. Right. I've been busy working an 80-hour work oh, week, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, you can mute if you want for this next portion. I'm not going to watch it. I'm fine. You're not going to watch it? No. I'm All not right. interested. Wow. All right. So here we go. Let's talk about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Jurassic World, Jurassic Park 5, as I like to call it. Or I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Um so I'll, I, I guess I'll start off. Uh, actually, Dan, actually the three of us, other three of us that were here, all saw it at the same time. Me, Dan, and Michelle all saw it in the mm-hmm. same theater. I finished it. Yeah, you finished it. You had to tell me the ending because uh, yeah. there was an incident that happened, and I don't know. We felt like we felt like we had to leave, but we didn't leave. But it was kind of awkward, so we just left. It was strange. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Was that the one you you uh, tweeted? about yeah so for those who don't know at at one of the press screenings uh preview screenings there was at toward the very end of the movie probably the last five minutes of the movie before it ended um somebody in our in our theater had a a seizure and uh yeah it It was it was it was super weird um because at the moment that it happened in the movie it kind of like got silent and like they were staring at the the cameras on focused on the main characters and then you just hear someone like scream somebody help and everyone's like is there another person in the house? <laughs> and yeah. then 
I hear it again from behind me, and I look up, and I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was super weird. It was. I yeah. thought it, I thought at first like somebody was like freaking out over the movie, but yeah, no, it was a medical emergency for sure. Yeah, I had something similar happen during uh, Pacific Rim Two, uh, epileptic seizure in the middle of that movie. Wow. Oh no. Yeah, was it the that was. Guy? Yeah. No, it was fine. Fuck. <laughs> 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 no, it was, <laughs> it was not the same guy. Well, it uh, might have been. I don't know. Movie, but, uh, yeah, no, we ended up having, like, a, I guess the registered nurses in the audience, and they helped them through it, but wow, that was scary. Good. Yeah. We did, too. Oh, yeah. was there actually somebody in there, Dan? Yeah, yeah. So um, people started, I think by the time you had left out, a couple of, like, they looked like they were still in school, I guess. It looked like they looked too young to actually have been registered nurses, <laughs> but they did go up, and they did help out for a little bit, and eventually came out. Yeah, and I think... You re- you reported that the the person was okay, right? By the time yeah they wheeled him out, it, it, yeah the person seemed fine. They were just looked like they were just taking him in just in case. Yeah. Um, but my roommate and I, who, my roommate who was there with me, we were kind of standing out in the lobby waiting to finish the like to see what's going to happen. Are they going to let us back in? And then I think like maybe five ten minutes after you guys left, they're like, "We'll, we'll let you guys in in about like fifteen minutes." And we're like, "Oh, All right, okay." So they did let everybody yeah. in. Okay. Yeah, wow. we went back in and finished it. Okay. Well, good. I don't think there was too much. You described to me the ending, and I, I pretty much saw where it was going. So <laughs> it was. It you was, left like at the ending sequence. Yeah, and... yeah, and I guess we'll just start out with this. If you've seen the trailer, you've pretty much seen like the movie almost. Almost. There's a few little so, things. But... <laughs> Blue season. No, there, there is one major thing that did catch me off guard, but Which like, was it was dumb. It, it I know what you're talking it did, about. It was dumb. It didn't catch me off guard. At, like by the time it happened. Because like they hint towards it throughout the film, and you're like, I hope that's not it. No, but like if it is, I I disagree. I don't. I didn't know where they were going with it, and it was just it was distracting from the movie as a whole. And I'm like, why do they keep doing this? If, are they gonna reveal that it's like somebody from another movie, uh, you know, character that we know? No, no, they, it wasn't that at all. It was something way out of the book. And I guess we'll just start talking spoilers here. Yeah, this really bothered me that the 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 little girl in the movie is oh it's revealed that she's a clone of of this dude that we didn't know about who was apparently Hammond's friend but we've never seen on screen ever partner uh, hey, oh yeah partner sure that we like business yeah. never heard of before that it's his well, his daughter who died he cloned his daughter and so he could have another daughter clone it's it was just like what like why are you throwing this in the middle of like there's dinosaurs running around. Like it's, uh, it was well, such it's a because they wanted to mix franchises for Westworld and Jurassic Park. Yeah, it was just to kind of stop the movie for me, and I was like, okay, like there was that moment right there, and then there was uh, just I don't know. I felt really lukewarm on all the the ethical stuff they were trying to throw in there too. Like you can't stop. They're trying to have. They were trying to have their cake and eat it too. And it was just it, getting it looked like Peta got to them as they were filming the film. I don't like, know as they what it was, the but then yeah, but okay, but then if Peta gets okay, see the reverse of this. So, well, I'll just lay it out. So at the very end, there's this is the part that we did see, and actually this is the part we saw, and then like we had to exit the theater. But um, at the very end, they have all the dinosaurs trapped in this uh, in this underground warehouse where they were auctioning them off. And they're about to the some Be gas gassed. was released, right? I don't remember how that happened, but. There was toxic gas released, um, I think, from the Raptor earlier. In the, it doesn't matter. Plot device. Um, <laughs> and, like, all the dinosaurs, you see them, they're all, like, going to die unless they open the gates and let them out into the, into the, into the world, which is, you know, on the mainland, or somewhere in 
I don't know. I don't remember where it was. It's in uh, the USA somewhere, right? California somewhere? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, so they have this ethical choice, like, do we kill the dinosaurs and let them die, or do we release them out in the world? And, like, the, the only choice is to, like, kill them. You cannot let these ravenous things into the world. Like, you can't. I don't care. I don't care how but much like, uh, I don't care how much but, Littlefoot's but, mom is like looking at you all sad. I don't care. Like no, there's no is that like, there was one that was already released, so it's like all these other ones are nothing compared to like the giant like megalodon esque one that you see in like Hawaii. Oh yeah, well yeah, they show the, I, 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 that's in the trailer too, so I've seen that scene. <laughs> but um, the the, the, uh, the mesosaur or whatever it was mesosaurus. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to pronounce their names. Yeah, They're too scientific. The big, the the Meg. Yeah, the, the big shark. The Meg. Dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the next thing. They cross over the Meg with Jurassic World uh, 3. <laughs> I mean, they're already releasing the Meg, so I mean. I know. I want to see that summer. movie so much. It looks so so terrible. It, it does. <laughs> it looks so bad. Anyway, I think Jason's the, thing that, me off the guard, uh, thing that threw me off so much with this Jurassic World compared to all the other Jurassic movies is how, like, I don't, I don't want to say gory, but like how, like, yeah, kind of gory it was compared to the other ones. And was, I, you know, I like that about it. I liked yeah. uh, J A. Was it J A. Bonilla, Matt? J A. Bayona. Bayona. J A. Bayona. Want me to? Yeah, he did. Uh, when a monster calls, um, that was his <laughs> claim to fame. But uh, yeah, I liked his style of directing. But I just, man, some of the choices they made it seemed like it was just really silly. So anyway, getting back to that last scene that I had a problem with. Is like, oh, you know, Claire chooses to let the dinos die, and she's sad, and it's like, well, yes, but that's the right choice, and then whip pan over to the little girl who opens the doors to, like, let all these dinosaurs into the wild and kill people, and, and she goes, what is it, Dan? Didn't she say something like, she, it's, she's it's, like I'm a clone, like, too, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, it, was, it was basically like, I'm a clone, they're clones, if I... <laughs> should be allowed to live they should be allowed to live no you're not a so. monster that's gonna go kill people <laughs> well we don't know, know that yeah, oh my Jessica god Jurassic World oh, yeah. she's Anyone exactly exactly oh, it's so bad like it was just so and bad. then we'll find out later she's been cloned with raptor dna she's I was... doing like that the jungle, <laughs> oh no the no they said yeah. that they actually were at, i think uh, colin trevorrow was asked that if they're gonna do like dino human hybrid and he said no we're not going to do that so thank oh, god they're not going that the alien franchise yeah i don't know but uh <laughs> they clearly set up for another one for, like, oh yeah and now that it's made a billion dollars it's definitely gonna they, get it they want their own trilogy all right, so let me let me finish with my thoughts. I'll let you guys go. So I didn't like those two things. It really the girl. It was just it was so weird and out of like the tone of the movie. And then um, I liked everything on the island. That was cool. That was all fun. Uh, the middle of the movie was really dragging for me. Like when they got on that boat and it was just like, hey, we're gonna try to put this little T Rex thing in here to kind of make sure you guys aren't falling asleep. Everything else in that whole thing, and then. You get to the auction, and it's just this weird auction, and I'm just like, this is so strange. I don't know what this Jurassic Park movie wants to be. Um, so it just, in, in a way, it didn't flow for me. I liked all the action. I liked the directorial style. Like, some of the parts, like you were talking about, Dan, very gory and, like, kind of kind of unnerving a little bit and a little, you know, scary in some parts where I was like, yeah, this is actually, he's going for a little horror vibe, and I wish they would have leaned into that direction a little bit more, but they didn't, and then at the end, you get the, you know the dinosaur of the month you know which one is we mixed the blood of this one with this one and now it's a scary thing and are you gonna beat it well of course you're gonna beat it you're not gonna kill your main characters they don't do that they don't take those risks 
Um, Claire and Owen, they're the same characters from the last one. They didn't grow at all. Like, they're literally just back to, like, the beginning of the movie. Well, we broke up again, but are we going to go on this adventure and we're going to fall in love through it again? Like, it's like, same exact plot. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of my thoughts and initial feelings on Jurassic World. So uh, I, have a, I have a question from what I've heard about the movie. Yeah. Um, I basically, what I heard is the weaponized dinosaur... They tell him what to attack using a laser pointer. Like yeah, a they use a laser pointer and then they hit a sonic, uh, uh, a little button That's that wonderful. makes a sonic sound and makes them go attack. Yeah, it was... I don't think it's a sonic sound. I think it's just a sound. Or it's something. Just a, it's, some, it's, something it make it sound like it's supposed to be like some type of like sonic sonic wave that uh, yeah, only he device. can hear or something. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so all of that, I give it like I don't know. It's okay. It's not great. It's not bad. It's all right. I give it like a six, six and a half. <laughs> Um, Michelle, what'd you think? You were, you saw most of the movie just like I did, except for the ending. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, I think my big issue was it felt like, it kind of felt like a movie about nothing. Like I get it. There's dinosaurs. It really did. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was just, it was like, they started doing one thing and then halfway through it felt as if someone said, Hey, you know, I have this, this script that I never finished. Can we just kind of throw it in? And someone was like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, like the I studio don't know. It, decided to go like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did this too? <laughs> yeah, it just felt really like a hodgepodge of things. And then, okay, like for example, Chris Pratt, you know, he his character just felt kind of second, like not secondary. He just felt kind of boring. Yeah, you no, he's, I mean? he's just Chris Pratt, man. He's just Chris Pratt in the movie now. It's just, it's yeah, just the same character. Which is, you know, the first time around, that's kind of what made the other movie bearable was that, you know, it's Chris Pratt and he's he's a charismatic guy. But this time around, it was just yeah, kind of... Yeah, they kind of neutered his he lines. He was just kind of there, yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't give him much to do. <laughs> yeah, all, all the characters, pretty much every character was... You could have made that movie with... You could have interchanged anyone in those roles and no one would have noticed. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't need the two scientist tag-along people either. They no, were they just, were super unnecessary. They were, they, they were just there. I'm like, I was thinking back. I'm like, did they even do anything in the end? I, I think they were just there. <laughs> they just wanted more characters. Yeah, yeah. It was so weird. Well, yes. more static, one-dimensional characters. Yes, yeah. yes. But if you notice, they were a uh, they were two people of color. Yes, they were people of color. And one was um, a woman, and one was I don't know. I don't know what he was like. Shy geek guy. Nerdy. Or something. Yeah non-athletic so, you know, dude there's a studio getting their getting their cards and going hey we need to reach this uh, demographic let's put these two people in there <laughs> so uh, god forbid we make those characters interesting three-dimensional yeah, <laughs> yeah right the, the, the one girl reminded me of gogo from uh big hero six oh you remember, just yeah look she reminded me a bit yeah just the way like her attitude was the entire time i could see that yeah hmm so, you give it a. You, do, you, do you like it, Michelle, or is it kind of like, eh? It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. I know that's what I did too. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> it was fine. I don't hate it. I've seen worse, but would I watch it again? Probably not. No, I definitely. Yeah, I even thought about I'm, it. I'm like, should I use one of my AMC things just to go see it again, just to see that ending? And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't. I don't need to. No, see it. <laughs> and would I recommend it to a friend? No, definitely not. I mean, unless it's a friend um, I don't particularly like. <laughs> put that, on the, put that, that on the DVD cover. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'd recommend it to somebody that's a 
You know what? I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. I take you know, I take it back because I was gonna say if you liked the first Jurassic World, this is nothing like it. No, so, yeah, it's not. I don't know who to recommend this to. I I'm not gonna recommend it either. Middle schoolers. It. I feel like it's a great movie for middle schoolers. Oh, mm-hmm. middle schoolers are gonna get that that crazy uh, genetic subplot, huh? Of uh, being ethically. No, no, they're, they're just gonna enjoy like everything else that's going on. They don't they they don't care about story for the most part when it comes to True. films. They're just making memes, man. They're just making memes. They don't care about. And they'll they'll make all the memes they can from this film. They're making memes and playing Fortnite. Thanks, Dan's, Gen Z. Dan's favorite game. God. I. I I, I'll talk about that part later. <laughs> okay. But, um, as far as Jurassic World yeah, goes, go I feel like I feel like it was. I, I guess it, it was also oh, okay. You know, I'm usually a person that's easily entertained, and so this is a movie that did. But like you said, in the middle, it got really dry and pretty boring. And so I was like, mm, this movie failed me. I thought it was gonna be way more. But what really sold me was on the whole like house scene where they're skulking around trying to escape the. The hybrid dinosaur Indo-raptor. thing, and that like, Indoraptor. The, yeah, the Indoraptor. Yeah, the entire time I was like on like the edge of my seat, kind of, seat, kind of like shaking. Like this is really intense for once. Like I'm used to like dinosaurs chasing everywhere, and you kind of expect it, but now like it felt like that horror style. I'm like mm, this is the dinosaur film I want. And then like five minutes over, like it's over. All right. Yeah, and I really like like I was saying, I really wish they would have leaned into that because that would have been an interesting movie. But they just kept going all over the place and like. It seemed like they were afraid of the choices they were making, and they had to hedge their bets, you know? Did you see, like, the kind of nod that they made to uh, the first Jurassic, though, with the girl where she's, like, trying to, like, get the the little board down as she's, like, trying to hide in the the little wall cabinet thing? Yeah. Yeah, in the house. Yeah. I think that was, like, the only part that I I was like, aha! Yeah, (laughs) there's a little, hey, remember this? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I think I've said enough, but it really was... Like they took the Lost World and just did that, and then added in like oh, an explosion on the island and an auction on the land. Was, but everything else, like plot wise, was like, hey, we're getting the T Rex across the ocean and it's gonna wake up on a boat. Hmm. <laughs> hey, we're bringing it to to the mainland and it's gonna get free in the wilderness. Hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I just yeah, it was a movie that happened that had dinosaurs in it. Unfortunately, it wasn't as good as I thought, but, you know, if you're in, I can't even say if you're into the dinosaurs, because then in Geo's review, if you guys go read it online, he actually, I think he recommended, I think he slightly recommended it. I couldn't, I couldn't tell. He gave it a 3.5 out of 5. I have a lot of, of friends five, that so. love dinosaurs yeah, that enjoyed like it. was on the fence where he wasn't sure if he yeah, liked his, it or didn't like well, it. So. It felt like he basically said, if you're bored and you like explosions, watch it, otherwise don't. Yeah. So Michael Bay movie with dinosaurs. Yeah, like well, kind of. Well, yeah. So his 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 pros and cons were, he only had two pros were J A Bayona's directing, which I just said too, and then he just listed like a bunch of dinosaurs that he liked in the movie: the T Rex, Mosasaurus, Carnotaurus, blah blah blah. I can't even pronounce some of these, but he, yeah. <laughs> oh, and he put in Littlefoot's mom at the pier. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> funny. And then the cons, yeah, he put too many too many unnecessary plot lines, which we talked about, and he didn't. He didn't like that they underused Dr. Ian Malcolm, which, by the way, if you've seen the trailer, that's his entire scene. <laughs> so, it's something like a minute or some of that, right? Like no, literally that. everything in the trailer is his scene. <laughs> like, he's even in a like room, one or two talking. lines? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Man. It doesn't even sound like he knows what's going on. He's literally just in a courtroom, like, ex- like just talking as, like, 
if this happens, if this happens, they, if they this just happens. they grabbed him off of his other movie. He I he has the same look, that beard and everything that they he was shooting that other movie that just came out, the Hotel Artemis. Like that's his character <laughs> in the movie. And it looks like they just grabbed him off the set and said, "Read these lines." <laughs> <laughs> okay, paycheck. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Insert Jeff Goldblum joke here. Yeah. Uh, um. So, anyways. Yep, that's our that's our full breakdown of Jurassic World. Don't go see it, <laughs> and um, maybe catch it on Blu-ray. I guess I don't know. Stop yeah. feed, stop feeding the beast. They're gonna just keep making these if you go keep seeing it. <laughs> and I'll keep watching. I mean, that's kind of what happened with Solo. Yeah, well, it didn't it didn't make money, so that's good. <laughs> no, it lost like was it fifty million, eighty million, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was fine. Did you see it, Matt? Did you see Solo? I did not, and yeah. I won't. Yeah, you really don't need but to. You we talked no. about. We I think we talked about it in the last podcast. So you don't. You don't. We really did. Need to. Yeah, I heard that portion you, of it. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So today's sponsor is Audible, uh, and for you, the listeners of us, that Geek Show, Audible is offering a free audio book download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Uh, we've been partnering with Audible for a few months now, and I have to say, I personally love their service. Even before they were a sponsor, I was using Audible to listen to tons of books I was never able to read in the past. Some of my personal favorites to revisit in the audio format are Ready Player One, read by none other than Will Wheaton, Jurassic Park, The Martian, and of course, 1984. Uh, so let's go around the room, guys. Uh, what are some books that you guys enjoy reading that maybe you'd love to hear in audio format? And I'll see if they're actually on the service. <laughs> Anybody got any recommendations for a book? Uh, myself, I was a fan of the Cirque de Freak series when I was in high school. And so going back and being able to hear those, I think I would enjoy it. Uh, Cirque de Freak, they do have one. Cirque de Freak, A Living Nightmare. Read by Ralph Ooh. Lister. Yeah, so... That too is available. Um, anybody else have a good recommendation, maybe, for a uh, for a book? Well, let's just say perhaps maybe Christopher Hitchens or Sam Harris is two uh, authors of mine, two speakers of mine that were my favorite for a long time. Uh, yes, they have a lot of Sam Harris, or no, two. They have a uh, Sam Harris discusses the moral landscape and waking up. <laughs> okay. So very good, Michelle. Did you have any that you? Well, you read a lot of books, Michelle. <laughs> I read too many. What's a um, What's a good one that you think would be great hearing in audio format read to you? Um, you know what? I think I would probably like to hear Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Ooh. Uh, and that is too available, read by Stephen Fry. So that'll be fun. You guys can check out all of those on Audible. Dot com. Uh, we hope you take advantage of this awesome trial from Audible and get your free audiobook download, no strings attached. Even if after the 30-day trial you decide to leave, you still get to keep your audiobook. 100% free. Can't get any better than that. Once again, go to audible.com, or excuse me, audibletrial.com slash thatgeekshow to get a free audio download and, three, uh, and a 30-day free trial with over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. All right, guys, we're back, uh, and we're going to start talking about some of the trending topics of the week, so let's get right into that. 
here's what's making news. We're going to start off uh, actually with Matt giving a mini review, <laughs> pun intended, a mini review of Ant-Man and the Wasp because uh, he saw it. And we're yeah. going to have a review up later this week by Gio on the website. But Matt, why don't you give us your uh, quick thoughts on the movie and if you'd recommend it. Um, well, it was a good movie, so naturally I hate it. Um, <laughs> uh, no, actually, wow. I saw it this afternoon. Um, it, it, I, honestly, to me, I feel I think it was better than the first one. Um, really? Peyton Reed did a much better job with containing a lot of the humor, not letting the, a lot of the jokes kind of go on too long. Um, he kept the characters a bit more focused and contained, and actually the villains in this movie actually are a bit more... There's a couple of different villains in the film. One of them is kind of your your typical cash grabbing. Like I want to, I want to do what I'm doing to get rich. Oh, uh, Walter Goggins to make money. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I like him as an actor. He actually did a great job. Um, and then also there was uh, the other one that has a more personal stake about what she's trying to do that um, really kind of goes against our, our heroes. Okay. Um, and she's a lot more relatable in that way. And so you kind of. You understand why she's doing what she's doing, but um, she's also the bad guy. So you're kind of like you don't know if you really want to root against her. If you kind of want to, you know, have her succeed in this in some way. Oh well, that's a that's a good villain then. Anytime you can, yeah, if exactly. you feel yourself wanting to maybe root for the villain, that's that's good. Oh. Yeah, I have I have a, a like like a small question I guess about it is uh, being like the second. Of a of a Marvel film, how do you think it compares to like the other second films, like Iron Man two, uh, not Winter Soldier, because um, nothing, not, not, you know, not gonna yeah, count Winter that Soldier's one. kind of a, a, in a league of its own on that Guardi- one. Guardians two would be another two, one. Um, or the Dark, the Dark World. World. Yeah. Where would I rank it in terms of kind of like yeah, yeah. given all those other there's the second parts of those? Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely one of the better ones. I'd say probably. You know, I'd probably say about on par with Guardians 2, which is kind of like, like for me in terms of like sequels, like the second part, uh, yeah. Winter Soldier is of course at the very top. Yeah. I think probably <laughs> Guardians 2 would probably be like the, like the next one. And then kind of like, so Guardians 2 and Ant-Man 2 and Ant-Man and the Wasp really are like right there for me. Wow. Um, but again, at the same time with Guardians 2, you have this, even though it's a very personal story, it's still very huge in scope. Uh, whereas Ant-Man is also, it's still very personal, but the scope is also a lot smaller than what we're used to with a lot of the recent Marvel movies. But, so uh, kind of like Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, in some ways. Well, that's um, nice. Is it a nice, uh, is it a nice reprieve from the Infinity War? <laughs> Sadness? Um, like in, in it, the movie as a whole? The movie as a whole, yeah, but there there is a tie-in to the effects oh, of what happens in Infinity War. All right, don't yeah. say anything. I, I, already, oh, know spoilers. I already know that is. Don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so there's something at the end that kind of leaves me with my jaw dropped, and I'm just like, oh, oh wow. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. say any more, Matt. Yeah. Nope. I know right. it is your talk about. That's good. So you're, show notes said spoiler-free. So, so you recommend <laughs> this movie, then? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, good to know. We'll uh, we'll give it a full review next week, and there will be a uh, written review up on the website this week as well. All right, guys, let's go into some uh, let's go into some news. Uh, we're gonna start from we're gonna start with uh, we're gonna start with that second topic. Um, I'm gonna start with the passing away of uh, a legend in the comic industry. Steve Ditko um, died this week, and uh, if you don't know who Steve Ditko is, he's he's the uh, co-creator 
uh, Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man. So it's just a just sad story. He died at 90 years old. Lived a full life. I mean, 90 years old. you know, he penned uh, some of some of the best comics that ever came out back in the golden era, and uh, you know he gave us the look of the current Spider-Man, actually the the MCU Spider-Man uh, with the small squinty spider eyes. That was his kind of uh, signature trademark when he drew Spider-Man. So uh, he also was con- he also contributed on on Doctor Strange, and uh, uh, along with Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. So. Passing of a legend. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on that, or just want? Um, I just wanted to shout it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. No, give I mean, it's it's kind of a shame that he wasn't in the public eye more um, as being part of that. Um, I guess I, iconic hero kind of creation. Um, but everyone remembers Stan Lee for everything, but everyone kind of forgets a lot of the people he worked with. Um, so it's, it's kind of a shame, but uh, no, rest in peace. Yeah, R.I.P. and. Uh, yeah, again, ninety years old though, man. You can't have yeah. a full life. Full life. What's Stanley now? Is he like ninety four, ninety five? He's, he's like getting that? up there. He's yeah. yeah. He's, he's like ninety something. We got three more centuries in him. Oh my god! Three more centuries. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, Jamal's back. I was not monitoring the the Skype. I didn't know he'd come back in. That was unnerving. <laughs> this happens when you don't monitor things, Eric. I know. Well, I'm reading the story. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. That's actually me throwing my voice, you guys. Whoa. That's, that's talent right there. I know, right? <laughs> Secret talent. Should be, uh, uh, we should be getting in work with Jeff Dunham. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just wanted to acknowledge that. Uh, let's move on. Uh, let's go to the Let's go to the Halo series. It's finally becoming a reality. It's getting a... 10 episode order at Showtime. This was announced, if I remember right, back at E3 like four years ago? Five years ago? Something like that. It was it was a while. It was like Steven Spielberg came on the came on the uh on the stage on the Titan Tron and was like, We're gonna make a Halo series, and everybody went nuts, and then like four years later everybody's like, Where where's that Halo series? Is that ever gonna be a thing? And lo and behold, here it is. Yeah, well, we've been waiting a lot longer than that. We've been waiting for years for a good like, Halo movie. Well, we thought know? we thought originally it was going to be the movie. Yeah. Yeah. What was well, it? Uh, a, there is a movie that is on Netflix, and it's yeah, a, yeah. with uh, Luke Cage. It's actually not bad. Luke Cage is in it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mike Coulter. Um, but it, yeah. it, it kind of pulled uh, like, the same uh, thing uh, as the, the Warcraft one. movie. Oh, I hope not. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be on. Well, board like with the, with the like they announced it, and then they just like. They weren't sure about it for a while, and so they, they kept re, like reworking. So, well, I mean, the Halo movie's been in the works since I think like 2005. Oh, and ever since Alex, the video game, yeah. yeah Alex out. Garland wrote the script, and they paid him like a million dollars for the script alone, which is insanity. Yeah, um, and he came up with like an 800 million dollar budget or something like that, and it was like, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, it just got um, put on the shelf. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but I think I I don't know. It depends on what they're gonna do. I don't think they've announced where what what era they're gonna do. Um, I'd love to see. I don't I, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna have Master Chief, which is kind of sad. But I well, it, it. I mean, everyone wants to see Master Chief, but to bring in the general audience, I mean, how are they gonna relate to him as a main character? Yeah, you know? I, I feel like their best bet would probably be do something along like the lines of ODST. If you guys remember that one, where it's like. They're not Master Chiefs, but they look like Master Chiefs. 
I don't know because none well, of those were super soldiers, right? They were. Just, if I remember no, that video just, game, no, they they, yeah. they were. No, no, they weren't. No, no they were drops. The ODSTs. ODSTs. They were drop drop yeah. drop troopers. Yeah, they're hell jumpers. Yeah. That's it. They're they're regular soldiers that just basically they drop into combat zones and they wreak havoc until the Spartans can show up. Yeah. So I it I'd like to see maybe Reach, although they did do a whole game on it. So I, I mean, yeah. Well, didn't they also do like an? Did they do an animated movie for Reach? I can't remember. Uh, I think they did a tie-in. Yes, but I don't remember what it was like. It's on Netflix, I think, as well. That one too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'd I'd like to see the. I'd like. I don't know if they're not going to use Master Chief. Maybe maybe do something along the lines of like a like a prequel, like the like the, like Reach was or something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm 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 pumped. I'm actually I'm happy this is actually happening. So. Yeah. Should be good. I mean, plus two. Is it Showtime, right? It's Showtime, yeah. and uh, let's see. Let me, let me just read the little blurb here. It says, uh, showrunner Cal Killian, Killian will executive produce alongside Rupert Wyatt from Planet, uh, from Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, so, yeah. And what, well, what's, what's Cal Killian done? Uh, good question. Because that's how we get a decent idea. I guess, but then, then again, you know, Ryan Johnson worked on uh, Breaking Bad. And um, yeah, he hasn't done much. <laughs> okay, so we'll see. Be tentatively hopeful. We're tossing it in the air right now. Yeah. Yeah, his IMDb is not very. Uh, yeah, Mind Games, uh, The Beaver Awake. I haven't heard of any of these things. <laughs> Uh, so we got some uh, research to do then. Yeah, but they're not filming until they're not starting production oh, until no. beginning of 2019, right? Yeah, no, yeah, it's not going to be in production for a while. I think it'll come out in like yeah. 2020, if I if I remember reading right. So, it's worth the wait, though. We'll we'll give them that. I'm excited. Jamal, are you excited for a Halo series? Kind of, sorta. Kind of, yeah. sorta. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Strong, mild temperament. I like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really a big fan of Halo like that. Like I played it, but it's kind of just whatever to me, you know. You didn't do those all night land parties like me and Eric oh, did when you were younger. So fun. I mean, Mech Assault, yeah. Counter Strike, yeah. Halo, no. Wow. Uh-huh. You just. I think it. Yeah, you missed it. it yeah. I mean, I did. I did Counter Strike too back in the day, but Halo yeah. was. You know. Oh, Halo was the. The thing, man. <laughs> Halo was a, well because we all had Xboxes at the time, yeah. so it was you know. Yeah. yeah. But even after that, like Halo Two is one of the best games of all time. Like that that game was awesome. Like, <laughs> and then Halo Three was all right. Halo Four I didn't like. Halo Five I didn't even play. <laughs> so I think Halo Three was more for like the multiplayer. They focused more on that. And that's when they started making that move more over. Yeah. 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 And and like Halo's multiplayer is just garbage to me. I don't know. Wow! Hey, how dare you? Yeah, how dare you? You realize it's, the multiplayer we have now is because of Halo, right? And the things that I mean, they did. yeah, <laughs> but it's better now. But like when Halo first did it, it was like kind of whack. Like you know, it was. I don't know. I can't agree. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, you. Uh, Sorry, dude. <laughs> to each I, his I have own. So many stories. Yeah, I have so many stories from Halo <laughs> multiplayer because of like how more free it was compared to like most multiplayers nowadays i feel like it because they had some weird quirks to it that's what made it like more of its own compared to nowadays 
Yeah, I liked it. I liked all the... Well, it did get frustrating sometimes when it would glitch out or people would cheat, but, I mean... no. Or when you had friends you played with who did nothing but play that game and they'd rack up, like, 120 kill counts in the game. Yeah, well, you always <laughs> yeah. have your serious video oh, yeah. players. I mean, that's just... Kill-tacular. I still love that. You guys, you guys still have nostalgia for that? That's awesome. Was that, was that the same guy that did the voice for uh, Unreal Tournament? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't I doubt it. Yeah. Kill, kill. What, what were all of them at? It was like kill streak. Um, kill. You're on a kill streak. You're. I don't remember what all. Of them. It was. It was yeah. amazing though. Catastrophe. Kill catastrophe. Kill yeah, that was a good it one. Wasn't that, but yeah. Kill tacular. Kill tacular was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. You would. You, you would you like, like. You would. Five and one something. Yeah. It would be one of those moments. This was before like Twitch, where you would just like want to record that and be like, yeah, man, I got a, I got a like hundred kill streak. I'm the best. It was awesome. It was. It was fun. All right, enough Halo nostalgia. It's happening. We're, we're gonna have to wait till 2020 to see it, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It's going. It's happening. Cautiously stoked. Michelle, did you want to say anything on the issue, or you probably didn't? No. Yeah, I'm no. Good. She played so much Halo in her day. <laughs> you can tell she's. she's she, Michelle's a closet about Halo player. She just didn't want to reveal yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> she's right. MLG on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what, Eric? You don't know everything about me. I know. That's but... why I said you're a closet Halo player. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> Next topic. <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> They're fighting, All right. guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our last uh, topic of the week, and then we'll do our picks of the week. Uh, all right. So this one's kind of weird, but I just thought I'd throw it in there because there, there's been a lot of uh, chatter about all of this kind of stuff recently. I don't know why, too. This is... It's kind of one of those things that's popped up like randomly six months after the movie's like been out and gone out of theaters and like I don't well, know. I mean, in six months, no one stopped talking about it. It's so weird. It's, it's, it's been a constant conversation. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know. Okay, no, so it's been a constant conversation, Michelle. Yeah, it's Twitter. Twitter. Star Wars Twitter we'll has just die. been crazy. It's been nuts. So yeah. Uh, so I'll just I'll just go ahead and uh, read a little bit of the story here from SciFi.com on it because I think they had a good write up. So basically, um, Christopher McQuarrie is swearing off Star Wars. Uh, so what happened is uh, a director has never been named as a candidate to direct Star Wars movie, formally taking himself out of the running. Yes, it might seem strange, but in a sign of the times, that's exactly what Chris McQuarrie did last night. Uh, this was a couple days ago, so I'm just reading from the article. Uh, did last night after his Twitter feed intersected with the never-ending fire hose of bile aimed at the current incarnation of the series. The sequence of events was swift and silly. McCory tweeted a tribute to Rod Sterling, citing his ability to fold in social and contemporary messages to genre stories. This came up as part of a conversation with Ryan Johnson, during which Johnson cited McCory as a writer to listen uh, to listen to give his undoubted undoubted abilities to listen to as a writer to listen to given his undoubted given his uh, thank you uh anyway someone replied citing serling as an example of what happens when you don't let sjw nonsense impact on fiction uh that was completely inaccurate but that's beside the point what matters here is that mccory's decision last night actually is worthy of discussion because it may ultimately mean something all right, so let's uh, let's get into this discussion a little bit. Well, uh, I do have one question that I, I if, if Alistair Stewart, the writer of this article, was actually in this discussion, I just have a question about that one sentence. Yeah. Is, is it inaccurate that Sterling is an example of what you, what happens when you don't let SJW nonsense impact fiction, I'm or sure. does he let? Yeah. I'm just reading around. the article. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But that's kind of like if you're listening, Alistair. 
I want an answer. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's 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 talk about this. This is and this is just the latest in a like series of things that have come and gone over the past few months on uh, on some on toxic fans. And I I don't know. I want to just kind of lead off and say before just I want to I want to hedge this with saying um, I didn't I didn't like the Last Jedi. But then again, I'm not one of these crazy fans that's like being non like that's doing nonsense. You know what I mean? So I think there's a <clears throat> I think there's a world. Well, no. What, what do you mean by that? Uh, you know, that's, attacking that's someone who's attacking the cast. Yeah, attacking the cast, calling them okay. uh, racial slurs, um, uh, telling you know the the director like he should go kill himself. Um, just you know, hateful, okay. bile things. Um, okay. Uh, you know things like that. Uh, the the group that said they're getting a, uh, a a writing team together to rewrite the Last Jedi and strike it from the record and like just Whoa, silly silly things. <laughs> yeah, that's just what I'm saying. Like silly things. A change.org petition to have Disney um, remove the, the Last Jedi from the can. Like you know what I mean? It's just yeah, crazy crazy things like this. Like it's just like toxic at, and vile. At best, it's, what we're gonna get stupid. out of that is a complete fan re-edit. Um, like we've <laughs> yeah. had with the, the prequels, you know. Yeah, but I mean, all of this stuff, so, like I said, it's just when they, you know, you go attacking the girl that played Rose Tico because of her, the character she played. It's. I just, mean, do we do we know that happened? When, yeah, when it came, yes, we know yeah, that happened. Yeah, like There's it, been screenshots online. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Has she said that? That's why she left Twitter. Yep, she left uh, Instagram. Instagram, not Twitter. Or Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Did she there say that's that, why like, she like, left. There, yeah. Did she say that's why she left? Because yes, last I checked, she hasn't said anything. Other people have been speaking for her, but she hasn't said anything. Uh, it's not hard to connect the dots. <laughs> oh, but, but I mean, people are assuming. Same thing happened with Daisy Ridley, and then last thing you know, when she later came out, she's just like, "I just don't want to grow up in the public eye." Sure. And that's what she said. Because that's what your publicist has to tell you to say, Matt. <laughs> I don't care. It, it's what, what she said. She can say, "Yeah, I didn't like it, and I left." That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's, okay, but I'm just saying, like, just as a whole, this this whole thing is kind of crazy, and I think I agree. I think there needs to be, uh, I think there needs to be a separation between those trying to have a discussion, like a healthy discussion about it, and those who are just trolls. And but it's hard to do that when the other side who actually supports I know film labels. I, any, I absolutely on, let me finish, please, dude. Yeah, okay. let me finish. All right. It's hard to do that when the other side. Um, basically labels anyone who detracts from the film who doesn't like it, hey, you know what, you're just a butter fanboy. You're a bigot because you don't like strong female leads, whatever. That's the problem. That 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 was my whole point when I was trying to basically say I was going to go on a rant. That That's it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And that's why I think Lucasfilm right now is failing with their Star Wars franchise because of the way they're attacking the people that don't like the work that they do. Yeah, they're I mean, lumping all the people they're lumping all the people who don't like uh, what they're doing with a small minority who are actually toxic. That's why they're failing. I I I agree to a point. Um, there are both sides. Yes, there there are both sides that have toxic fans. I think yes. Uh, there's there's those that say exactly what you said, and I've seen I've seen it on there. Like you can't have a discussion without also being shouted down by the extreme right. You know, or left, or however you want to categorize. You know, the extreme of both sides, pretty much. Yeah, the extreme yeah. of both sides, and those are the, unfortunately, those are the two sides that get all the attention. Because they're the loudest. Yeah, because yeah, they're the loudest people on the internet, <laughs> right? Exactly. 
and uh, I don't know. I've just gotten tired of it. Like over the last few months, like it, and I just hate. Like I, I hate seeing just headlines every week now. I'm just like, I can we turn this off? Like, can we have like nobody talk about this at least for another year? You know, the next one's not even coming out for a year and a half after this. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of one of those weird things that just keeps growing and growing and getting fed and getting fed. And um, yeah, that, the reason. The reason the reason, the I reason why is because the filmmakers and the producers keep stoking the fire with what they want to say. Yeah, and I think I think and it's, it's Ryan Johnson, and I will go I, and Kathleen Kennedy. It's the both of them. Oh, I haven't seen her on Twitter, but I know that Ryan Johnson. I follow him on Twitter, and I, I check in on him every once in a while. And he is notorious for yeah. feeding the trolls. Like he mm-hmm. knows what he's doing, and it's kind of weird. Like he he'll just throw bait out there, like and just like you know what I mean. It's kind of strange. I don't know. I, I feel like he's because kind of being a kid. He likes like the him. conflict and. Yeah, he likes the conflict. It's, it seems like. Yeah, it's and and the, so the kind of more publicity. Thing, What's that? The interesting thing is, is when he made the Last Jedi, he kind of said he liked the idea of making a movie that half people will hate and half people will love. And then when people come out and say, "I hate your movie," he's like, "Cool, you're a bigot. I'm blocking you." Yeah, it's, it's like I've why seen, it doesn't make sense to me. He'll retweet some like really, really questionable things, you know, and then it's so it's very strange. <laughs> If you guys don't follow Ryan Johns, go follow him and kind of check out what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know. I don't advocate for him, and I don't hate him either. But it's just, it's very interesting to see the way he's taking this whole thing and kind of just, like, I don't know. It's it's stoking the fire, I want to say. Like, feeding the yeah. trolls. Like, he, he's putting out bait, like, out there every day. And he knows, you know, and he knows it. It's like, it's strange to me. I don't know. Yeah. So, this is this was kind of why I brought up this article is because, like, I kind of agree with like Christopher McQu- like uh, McQuarrie at this point. Like, just get out before you're even asked to get in. Like, yeah. don't don't be a part of this at this point. If you're if you're a potential like writer director, like it's not worth it. <laughs> well, I mean, he's already he already did writing work on uh, Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I I don't know. I think this whole thing came up because he was asked like at some point if he would be up for directing a Star Wars, and then like he said like, yeah, I love Star Wars. I'd I'd love to direct it. That was I think a couple of years ago or something like that when Rogue One came out. And yeah. then, uh, and then, yeah, this happened. He's just like, you know what? I changed my mind. <laughs> I don't want to be a yeah, part of it. Yeah, but you have to also look at the landscape that the producers and everyone kind of help create with all these things. You know, yeah, there was not any near like this kind of backlash with the prequels. I mean, there was there was a lot, but well, the prequels we didn't, didn't have Twitter back then. That's the thing too. <laughs> that is remember. true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, um, I'm sure. Which I, I guess, I mean, you kind of look at you know how it would be back then. But, oh man, can you imagine yeah. Twitter back in the in the prequel days? <laughs> yeah, you ruined my childhood. <laughs> you know, I mean, just, God, yeah, we had that with uh, with uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh yeah, oh yeah, know? and that was that, that was a bad movie for all its own other reasons. Yeah, um, it just I don't know part of part of what I kind of feel is like you can't. If you have a if you have a property that you grew up with and people kind of do something different with it, and even if it's bad, you can't say this is bad because people are just going to dismiss what you're saying. Is like, ah, oh, you just want the original trilogy back, or you just want what you had as a kid back, and things have to change. Yeah, it, I'm fine with that. It's we'll like make it good. It's like an echo. That, that's how all yeah. asking, and that's what I think a lot of us are asking. Just give us a good product, and don't don't spit in our face when we say, hey, we don't like what you did. Right. Yeah, and I, that's what kind of makes me sad of the whole thing of. The discussion like you were saying is like you can't you can't have a reasonable opinion because you'll be shouted down either one way or the other um i would hope i would hope that there are those channels out there and and things like that where you can find healthy discussions about this kind of stuff without you know somebody just downvoting you or like saying delete your account because you disagree with their opinion like that's toxic that's not having an opinion 
You no. know, that's not having a conversation. That's just like I'm right, you're wrong, and it's on both sides of the table. But then <laughs> again, too, that's also kind of a reflection of our current political landscape right now, just yeah. overall in the country. Yeah, it's yeah, it could yeah, it could be. Everybody's just heated. <laughs> yeah, everybody's just heated. All right, let's uh, move around the table and see. Here's some other opinions. Uh, Dan, I know you're trying to trying to chime in there, so. So yeah, so that's the end of my rant, dude. Sorry. Yeah, I'm no, that's good. Quiet. No, it's good. Yeah, we, I like talking about it. Um, Dan, what, what were you trying to say? I, I kind of agree when it, when you like with the whole. I watched Star Wars last year. When I came out, I was like, oh, you know, I was hit with a, a wave of like, oh, that was awesome. That was great. And like as we would drive home, you know, it's like you know that didn't feel so great. And I would go through and like overall, I enjoyed Star Wars Last Jedi. I did not think it was a good film, but I feel like everybody that was involved in the film did an amazing job and did the best of their abilities. And so for people to particularly attack everyone that was a part of the film, like, you know, as Kelly Marie Tran and being like the main focus, yeah. I feel like that's unfair because everyone that took part in the movie did to the best well, of their abilities. Even Mark, even Mark Hamill said like, you know, that's not my Luke Skywalker, but I still yes. did it. Yeah. And he, and, did, and he yeah. still did a great yeah. job yeah. and he still did a great job. I feel like it was a movie that, the story itself is what like really screwed it right. by just cutting out all the mystery and just slapping everything down and like like what about all the twists and all the major things that we're expecting well, to happen in episode the, like the third one right yeah. now we don't like really know what we're gonna get in the third one or what to kind of expect so now it's like yeah. is the third one just gonna be super random last minute throw a script together as well or I mean JJ just finished the script as far as I understand yeah he just um, cast um, Carrie Russell Carrie Russell yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's kind of. But I mean, with cool. with regard to tying up, we're kind of continuing threads from the Force Awakens. There was a treatment that JJ wrote that kind of like, here's what I kind of have an idea for about how I want the story to go. Yeah, I was and kind out. of do with what you want. And Brian John, Johnson threw it in yeah, the trash. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. starting over. So it's kind of you know a lot of what he did was specifically to subvert all the expectations that JJ had set up right. for the story. Um, and he said, "This is what you're expecting. I'm not going to do that. And so this right. is going to go nowhere." Yeah. So I think that's a lot of what pissed people off, and that's that. While it is a valid um, point of argument that people are like, "Well, you're just upset that this didn't do what you wanted it to do," and it's valid in that sense. But at the same time, it's like, all right, so it's not just um, storylines we created in our head, but it's storylines that were set up from the previous film and an overarching thing yes. for a three-part trilogy. Yes. And you're like, well, why is this? Why why did you choose to do it this way? Because now you you've taken all this stuff from the previous movie and done nothing with it intentionally. Yeah. I 100% feel that Ryan Johnson is like the the villain behind the curtains on this one. That he's <laughs> he's awesome. yeah, I really I mean yeah I, yeah, I believe that and, and he's I the still... one that ca- caused it because he, there was an interview where he was asked you know people were expecting to see more of the Knights of Ren why didn't you do it and he said straight up I would have killed them uh, yeah I I put that yeah. in the chat I mean I remember yeah. when that came out yeah because he he yeah, said he so, said he would have killed them because he didn't know what to do with them. Like, it's yeah. like, okay. Because, well, <laughs> so it's just one of those, like, he, want, he wants to, uh, aim, he, he, like, because he wants to play, like, on both sides, people that don't like it, people that do like it. So it, it feels like this was a des- was designed to do that, to, like, hey, all you people, you know, you all you fans, you have all these expectations, all these storylines, fuck you. And, yeah, I think that's like, what yeah. kind of came and, up and with originally. With, yeah. yeah, with Johnson, he had a very specific thing that he wanted to do. It was a very specific story arc he wanted to tell. Um, and Knights of Ren had no part to play in any of that, so I mean, I'm I'm glad he didn't yeah. use them because hopefully JJ can bring them back. Would uh, 
let me let me get some more opinions from around the room, then then we'll okay, kind of come back. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's it's fine. Uh, Michelle, what did what, you've been kind of quiet? What did you think of this whole thing? This this saga that's been happening. Um, honestly, I I kind of have started blocking out a lot of the Star Wars stuff that comes up just because it's <laughs> it's. <sighs> so you're yeah, you're going to uh, Christopher McQuarrie. You're just getting, getting yeah, I'm just kind of over it. I'm tired Twist. of both sides. If I'm being quite honest, um, I didn't like the movie either. Um, my issue was that the st- the plot was kind of illogical to in some sense. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you. And that it was kind of and everyone's you know a lot of people are saying well I like that it was not what I expected. I was like it's like they wanted to do something different but then didn't have the balls to actually do something yeah. that different. <laughs> if you're really going to be like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to do something so crazy, so different then fucking do it. Yeah. Don't half ass it. And that's what I felt happened. So that's what I think made it kind of a mediocre movie for me. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about all the, Oh, you've been, you've just been avoiding it. All the crazy online stuff. Um, as much as I can, I mean, you can't really completely avoid it. Um, but I do like honestly, both sides have kind of ruined Star Wars for me. Yeah, that's what I was saying. If I'm like, being if I'm being honest, it I'm not even excited for any other Star Wars movies. I just I don't want to hear it. I don't want to deal with it. I'm tired of people that. I guess it's not even just about the movie. I guess people in general in today's society are just too. Maybe we're not being taught to listen anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like everyone just wants to stand and shout and not really listen. And it's just kind of, it's, it's frustrating because you get that on like everywhere else. You can't talk politics because mm-hmm. someone's going to shout you down. You yeah. can't, you know, give an opinion on movies, music, television, whatever. Yeah, you can't let your fandom come out. <laughs> you really can't. Yeah. Nope. Huh. And it's kind of ruining the experience of a lot of these things, I think. What about Jamal, man? What do you think, bro? Yeah. What do you got, Jamal? I mean, I feel like I'm not liking it for the same reason why I'm kind of not watching WWE anymore. Is because, oh, like, really? Yeah, like. I haven't watched it in like a month, dude. I'm with exactly, you on that. <laughs> and it's and it's a gripe I've had with WWE for like the last three years. It's like so. Brock Lesnar's the world champion, right? And. He hasn't shown up to a WWE show since WrestleMania, which was four or five months ago, and showed up at UFC last night. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it announced that he doesn't want to work WWE's next big show, SummerSlam. Yeah, and he just I signed feel, a two-year contract. How's that work? <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, you don't care about the people who care about the product, in a way. Like... Mm-hmm fuck my fans, I'm going to do what I want, you know? And I feel like Ryan Johnson's doing the same thing. We're just like, well, you guys are going to watch it anyway. Who well, cares what I promise? Yeah, I mean, you know? well, Johnson even pretty much said that when on stage with Mark Hamill when they were doing a whole panel. Mark Hamill said, look, dude, we, I understand what you're trying to do. We have to think about the fans. And Johnson said, I don't care about the fans. I have my story I want to do. And then the people in the audience are like, yeah, go Ryan Johnson. Oh. Yeah, see, and and I Mark Hamill just kind of put his. There's a video on it. Oh. Mark Hamill kind of put his head in his hands. He's like, "What are you doing?" Like, no, you know. Wow. And I sometimes you just can't do that. You know, yeah. like, 
so sometimes it's it's not about what story you want to put out. Like you 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 kind of took on a whole universe that had a linear story, and yeah. now you're just kind of fucking it up. Well, and yeah, and, and I understand the entire. I mean, if if you don't mind, me kind of interjecting. Um, I kind of understand this whole idea of wanting to have um, subversion and to do something different and kind of break the mold within the franchise. Maybe you should have done that in your own anthology movie, yep. not completely screw up the entire story arc of a trilogy, mm-hmm. because then at that point you you've you screwed up the um, the work of the person before you. Screwed up the work on the person after you to where they just they left. They're like, "Fuck it, I'm out," you know. And so now JJ's got to come back and save it or try to, you know. So I mean, I don't know. And I think and that's that, where we have to lie like, right now is we have to let, you know, episode eight has happened. It, it, we can't stop it. It's already happened. It's gone through. It's it's it, the blender and everything. All we can look forward to is hoping and knowing that JJ Abrams going to do what he can to save it we i have faith that he's going to and that's why i'm not giving up as much as i want to knowing that jj abrams is back in the in the chair yeah that's uh, really yeah that's really the only thing giving me any kind of like excitement about the next one but i at the same time i just i'm kind of with michelle i don't want to hear anything for like the next year year and a half maybe (laughs) like so i'll be quiet then no no it's fine (laughs) (laughs) i mean i mean we could i mean the kind of interesting thing is oh go ahead no, I was just gonna say we can we can start talking Star Wars again when uh when we get a trailer for Episode Nine, which won't be till yeah. probably I don't know December January next. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I mean, but on the interesting thing is from what I what I've heard, I don't know how true it is. I've heard that basically Kathleen Kennedy wanted Ryan Johnson to move in to finish Episode Nine, and Bob Iger um, wanted you. Oh. Well, wait, you, you I was struggling because out. Kathleen Kennedy doesn't like JJ Abrams. Wait, Matt, say that again because you cut out. Sorry. Okay, so apparently from what I'd heard, there was a power struggle pretty much between Bob Iger and Kathleen Kennedy, and Bob Iger is Kathleen Kennedy's boss, I'm assuming? Uh, Bob Something Iger is the CEO of Disney, yes. <laughs> okay. So so basically, Bob Iger wanted J.J. Abrams to finish the trilogy, and uh, Kathleen Kennedy wanted Ryan Johnson, and Kathleen Kennedy doesn't like J.J. Abrams. What was the timeline um, on this? When did this happen? After episode, after, like, the um, this was This was after Colin Trevorrow left. Oh wow! Um, so it was like early in the process. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh. pretty much. So, um, so that, that's what I'd heard. Like I said, I don't know exactly how accurate this is, but when I understand it, there's a lot of kind of like politicking between these two directors and those, you know, Kathleen Kennedy I could and see Bob that. Iger. I could see all of that. Yeah, back back background politics in movies is is a real thing. We've seen it right. a lot lately. So, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the year, Kathleen Kennedy is done at Lucasfilm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, Ryan Johnson has his trilogy pulled. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, and, I mean, I she, they just had their first the flop, court. so it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and Solo was a flop simply uh, to me personally. I think Solo was a flop because of the way they treated the fans. You know. Yeah, we kind of talked about that in last week's episode. How it was, or uh, the last episode on how we think it was kind of like a protest. Uh, it was a reaction. Yeah. 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 And, and I think this is one of the biggest, you know, clear demonstrations of people basically stating their opinion with a dollar. The, the movie may be good. I don't know. I don't care. 
I wish you know, people would do that for Jurassic World, <laughs> Fallen Kingdom. They should. But, you know, I wish people would do that for the should. Transformers movies. I mean, I'm sorry, I wouldn't play taking those. I will go see them every day. <laughs> there's, there's no culture of fandom for those franchises like there is for Star Wars. There just isn't. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm trying to draw a good parallel. Even Lord of the Rings doesn't have that. You know, so, um, you, I think. I think you really have to basically completely piss off and disrespect the fan base to have this kind of reaction. And the, those other franchises don't have that kind of fan base. Yeah, it, doesn't. it might I mean, be. It might be time to go back to go back to square yeah. one and re, re rethink. Like, like like I was saying last time, just reevaluate what you're doing at your company. Yeah. You know. All I right. mean, Lord of the Rings doesn't have a recognized religion in England. But the Jedi do. <laughs> True. I'm, I'm dead fair. serious. That's you know? fair. <laughs> so I mean. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, my butt to England. <laughs> yeah. With that, I also I, think I, with whatever. Remember, I last... I mean, this was on like the Daily Show years ago, I think. But yeah. Um, yeah. Jedi, you can actually be like reg- a registered religion as a Jedi in England. But which uh, which religion of Jedi is it? Is it the last Jedi <laughs> Jedi, or is it, <laughs> or is it before that? Do I get to like Space Ghost, or uh, can, is that is it Old Republic? It? Yeah, Old Republic, all. <laughs> all the space ghosting. All right, sweet. All the space. Yeah. All right. Did you have one last thing, Jamal? Before we move on. I mean, I'm just, I was just gonna say, you know, since you know the Star Wars like fandom is kind of in shambles, like. There, there's got to be at least one like franchise out there. It's kind of just, like chomping at the bit to be like, all right, like let's take these Star Wars fans, you know, like yeah, Harry Potter. Well, if Harry Star, Potter, if, if, no. if Paramount Star had Trek, it, where you at? Yeah, I was gonna say if Paramount had any any wherewithals, they would you know get their Star Trek franchise back online. But the Star Trek movie wasn't bad. The last like, one was oh, actually the best of the three. The last one, in my good. opinion, was the best of the three, but. But yeah. then now we're looking at Quentin Tarantino doing Star Trek. Oh man, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I know. know about that, but that's so weird. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I kind of want it in a weird way. I, I'm <laughs> down. I'm down. down. Fuck, dude. Like I can. Not I just, just oh, want to hear a five-minute monologue by James T. Kirk yeah. and with a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to hear. Uh, this will be so the first strange. time we'd hear the N word in a Star Trek movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, he does Sam like Jackson to use it a lot. Find his, finds his yes, way in the Star what? Trek no. universe. There better be Sam Jackson in this in this Star Trek movie. I swear to God, he better be there. <laughs> oh, then he, he would. Then he'll walk between the two worlds. It'd be a Star Wars and a Star Trek guy. Ooh. I mean, it's Sam Jackson, man. Like, if anyone can do he's it, it's him. And a Marvel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, let's move on. All right, we're done. We're done with Star Wars, everybody. Don't uh, don't ask us for any more Star Wars content until there's a episode nope. nine trailer. <laughs> that means you, Geo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no more. We're done. Um, all right, so let's move on to our picks of the week. Then we'll get out of here. So this is the segment where we pick a movie, TV show, book, comic, app, video game, anything really uh, that you can, uh, you know do or read or see or look at or hear anything uh kind of just to recommend to you the audience if maybe you haven't seen it or you have seen it and uh you would just want to kind of get back into it this is a this is that time so let's go around the room does anybody want to start i i kind of want to be the last because i know that mine okay i'm just gonna get so much hate from it for you guys okay is it anime (laughs) just just go around the room all right we'll go around the room matt did you have something um, sure. Um, actually, I'm going to shout out uh, a YouTuber, actually. Um, woo woo, This guy's YouTube. actually... Huh? I said woo woo, YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this guy is actually operating out of uh, 
Mexico, I believe. Um, but he's actually doing a complete re-edit of The Last Jedi. So, I know. Right. But here's the, no, here, here's the thing, though. So, one of the things that he does, like, like periodically, he'll put up videos of kind of, like, different scenes that he kind of reworks. Um, Luke throwing away his lightsaber. Um, you know, Hux dealing with uh, Poe Dameron at the beginning of the movie. Uh, the flying, you know, Leia Poppins, you know, that, that sort of... So he, he kind of reworks those, and he shows, like, the different things, like, the original, like, the way it was, and then he shows kind of, like, how he changed it from everything from color correction to, uh, you know, reworking the score that's actually existing within the film. Yeah. It just kind of shows, kinda like, the, the difference about how um, just proper editing can make a big difference in a film. Is, uh, so is it one video, or is it been, kind of a series of videos? Well, it's his channel. So, okay. I mean, he... he, he he, he's a working editor pretty much, but he also kind of, he's decided to kind of take on this thing about re-editing the movie. Okay. Um, I don't know precisely how he's going to kind of get it out there, and I don't know if he's going to have any kind of legal backlash oh. from SD or Lucasfilm. So, but, so does he have actual videos up what? now, or is he just kind of talking about his yeah. process in the video? No, 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 he's got actual videos up now. All right, well, if they're up, they haven't, the, they haven't been taken yeah. down then, so that's good. Exactly. So <laughs> you can see the finished product of certain scenes or bits of scenes that he's actually done and you kind of get the idea of kind of like, you know, where, um, I guess, where yeah. kind of like a lot of the discontent from fandom or the discontent of just filmmaking in general, people yeah. who understand kind of what the filmmaking is, yeah. um, kind of comes from. So cool. um, look up Ivan Ortega. He's a good YouTuber. Uh, uh, I follow him. I recommend you do too. So. Great. Yeah, we'll put him in. We'll put his channel in the, in the show notes. Awesome. Um, cool. Michelle, did you have a pick? Um, hmm. honestly, I'm mostly just catching up on some of the stuff I fell behind on, um, because there was a lot that I just didn't keep up with. Anything, um, anything you could recommend out of those catch-ups? <laughs> uh, well, I'm catching up on Legends of Tomorrow, which is one yeah. of those shows where it's actually, it's, I always fall behind on it and I always regret it because it's, they're not afraid to do certain things that some of their other shows kind of are. I just finished catching up on that myself. I was only on season one initially, and I finally finished it. So I agree 100%. Yeah, it's 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 actually a very good show, and I don't think it gets enough credit for what it's willing to do and where it's willing to go. Yeah, that And was... the characters are really good, too. I will say that. I, I, I There's nothing I like more than a well-rounded character, and theirs are very multidimensional. Yeah, they always have some quirky episodes that come along. Like uh, I think last season was the one where... They go back and George Lucas was making Star Wars or he wasn't making Star Wars. They were just like trying to save George Lucas so he could make Star Wars or something. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, they, they met Tolkien. It was it's crazy. They yeah, do they a lot of <laughs> really? this year. See, I've never, so I, I've heard of the show. I've never seen anything. I've heard anything in detail about it. Um, and I never kind of paid attention because I didn't I didn't think it would be any good based off, you know, mm-hmm. past comic shows I've seen on TV. Yeah. But now I'm kind of interested. Yeah, it's probably my second favorite to Flash. I mean, it's pretty good. Okay. For sure. Um, good recommendation. Yeah. Definitely check out Legends. It's on uh, Netflix right now, all three seasons. Yeah, all three seasons. Yeah. Is it is it coming up for a fourth, or are we kind of... Yes. Yeah. All of them are having new seasons coming out this fall, I believe, starting uh, yep. in October. Okay. October. Awesome. Days have changed, though, so you're going to want to look that up. Yes. I think in Comic-Con is when they're going to release the trailers for all of them, too. So I, I believe so. And then they're going to do some. Um, they're gonna, I think most of the cast is going to be there for all the shows. That'll be fun. We're going to try to go to that. <laughs> yes, we are. Fun. 
All right. Uh, Jamal, you got anything you want to recommend? Um, yeah. Um, so since there was technical difficulties with my laptop all week and I couldn't get the review up, um, watch Glow. Damn it, that was my Season pick. Two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're thinking about right, the same good. thing, Eric. <laughs> Glow season two, man. Dude, like this is a really good season, man. Like, not gonna lie. Went into it, just like it's probably gonna be like whatever. Not gonna lie. But it it was a really good season. Like, I can't wait for next season. Like it like you, you really fall in love with some characters and then you really start to hate other characters. Debbie in particular. But yeah, you know. Oh yeah. That's yeah, yeah, she's yes, I know. Yeah, she's she's she really she's, went she's down the villain role this season. Yeah. She's piece of work, dude. Yeah. She yeah, literally went down the fucking rabbit hole. Oh yeah, this she's season. yeah, she's the heel this season for sure. Oh, dude, major heel. <laughs> so I'm noticing a pattern with Netflix because they did the same to Trish on Jessica Jones. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they kind of did. <laughs> they made her just super unlikable. At the yeah. end, I was like, can she so just does, die? <laughs> does Netflix have a thing against blondes then? Right, they are Perhaps. both the same. Yeah, they both are the same type. That's really weird. Yeah. You know, I, that's a good question, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll uh, we'll send some investigative journalists out for that one. <laughs> Just make sure they're not blonde. <laughs> oh, yeah, no confirmation bias there. Ah, uh, all right. Um, who's next? Or Dan? You wanted to go last? You said. Yeah, I, right, would, I prefer that. Dan, just tell us you started playing Fortnite and you love it. <laughs> I love it. So, <laughs> yo, season five coming up. <laughs> uh, do you have another one, or should I? Yeah, just no, go? I, I have another one. Um, I actually, do yours. Yeah, so I actually uh, a couple weeks ago, just because it showed up on YouTube Premium, I guess it is. It used to be YouTube Red, now they call it YouTube Premium, but um. The, it just kind of popped up because, oh, well, by the way, I want to recommend, I, I never recommended it, but I'm sure it's, everybody knows about it by now, but um, the, the the sequel to The Karate Kid uh, is on YouTube, and it's, Cobra Kai? It, Cobra Kai is, is, is awesome, but uh, I'm not, I'm not going to talk yeah, about that I've heard that, and I still haven't watched it. Go sign up for your free one-week trial of YouTube Premium and watch it and then cancel it. It's that good. Like, just, just go do that. It is it so is So good fantastic. you want to cancel your subscription? Well, okay. just just watch just watch that series and then cancel it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Actually, well, no. Watch this series, too, that I'm about to tell you about because it's on YouTube Premium. So, um, <laughs> actually, Jamal, you'll probably know about it. It's it's called Dallas and Robo, and it stars John Cena and Kat oh, Dennings. Oh, yeah. 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 So oh, I I, I started oh, watching this just because it was like it popped up and it was like I think a twenty minute episode. So I'm like, all right, let's see. It's animated, um, and yeah, it's I don't know. It's just kind of like weirdly fantastic. Not quite. It doesn't go quite full Rick and Morty with the absurdism, but it's kind of got the dark humor, and uh, it's I don't know. It's funny. I really like it. John Cena plays this big robot. Kat Dennings is like a space trucker, and uh, yeah, they kind of just go on adventures and i don't know it's kind of refreshing it's it's rated r for sure um so if you're not into like cuss words i guess don't watch it but <laughs> i really oh, you're a mormon i yeah. think i swore like five times during this podcast yeah i yeah yeah i know i think we're gonna have to have mark this podcast as censored on this one. yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> damn it dan don't you dare bleep i think me. all of us kind of bleeped so we're good yeah but anyways Since my right to um, YouTube premium, uh, <laughs> just do the one week trial. I wish we had a code to do for it. Damn it, YouTube, give us a 
code so I can get paid for this. <laughs> um, but no, the, the two I would recommend for sure. Yeah, Cobra Kai and then this one, uh, Dallas and Robo uh, on YouTube Premium. They're, they're worth at least that one-week trial because uh, two fantastic shows. All right. Uh, Dan, you're all, it's all on you, man. The spotlight's on you. What do you, what do you got? <laughs> God, God damn it, man. Okay, so the only reason the only reason I did this was for like future content for uh, multiplayer and Ooh, cross promotion. possibly an article. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I was trying to figure out like what's something big in the gaming world that I can like get into. And there wasn't really, it was like two major things for me. And one was Warframe's newest update, but that was like an update that happened like a few weeks ago on PC. So I'm like, no, not that. And so the second one was one that I like was a groaner to just have to bear through is I ended up playing Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, oh man. <laughs> and, and so I, I I'm I'm saying this now. I personally do not like the game. It's not fun. It's not like that fun for me Ooh. until <laughs> I until this came out. So the, I'll give Fortnite its credit. They're really good at their content that they push out. They're really good at making their Skins. map just so much different. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah. they're they're just yeah. They, they can make the map different. Yeah. They had this new thing that's coming out. It's all time travel based. So like the superhero thing five, was cool. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now time travel is pretty cool. The the thing I'm gonna uh, I really like the only reason why I might occasionally play Fortnite now though is the playground mode. That is where I'm gonna like full on say. I enjoyed Fortnite in its playground mode because Connor and I spent like three oh, hours building? or something like that. Yeah. So oh, you yeah, can go yeah. That's on, fine. Go yeah. to a playground mode on the map. You can go anywhere on the map you want, play with any of the weapons. You can kill your best friend out of like betrayal while you're trying to build some shit. Or you just spend several hours. Like, <laughs> That's Connor another Halo thing, by the way. Betrayal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I, uh, I, the, I try to play actual matches to so like you know, I'll try to give it a shot again, and then no. Um, but the playground mode itself, you know, if you're a fan of like Minecraft and stuff like that, but you also like a little bit of Fortnite, or you want to get better at Fortnite, the playground mode is by far the best thing that's come to Fortnite. And what might make me like want to play it I think, more? Because I think you can sell it to Michelle that way. Say the Minecraft part again. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, like you, what? So Connor and I try to spend two hours trying to build a Zoid. That's awesome. Which, yeah, I think I'll stick to Minecraft. <laughs> but um, yeah, I will give Fortnite its due. Like, it is a good game. I, the community is what usually drives me away from it, from games like this, like like League of Legends. But the playground mode is really like turning the dial for like I might occasionally play it. I'm glad you're starting to see the light, then. <laughs> I won't say it's like I'll so say it's more like I'm like swimming through a swamp and I'm like able to stand up properly now but i'm still drudging through it wow jeez <laughs> what a glowing review of fortnite <laughs> other people like it and i'll give it to them you know fortnite is is a great great game it's just not my jam you know we might actually uh i have something in the works we might actually have a limited time available t-shirt coming out that might be fortnite themed so stay tuned for that i'll just tease that <laughs> this is gonna be where i don't need the words fortnite <laughs> no it's actually it's kind of clever we'll see okay is it gonna have dan's favorite game on the back it might have dan's face on it i'm not sure okay <laughs> hey, little, uh, avatar yeah yeah uh so cool wow i never 
Never in a million years would I have thought you'd recommend Fortnite on a picks of the week. That's pretty cool. Me neither. I'm glad it happened. And I'm glad it happened on the second episode, too. This is great. <laughs> it's progress, people. It's progress. Right. So maybe we're going to hear about this on multiplayer. I actually want to hear more in depth about this. So I'm going to listen yeah. to the next. I'm going to listen to the next multiplayer podcast. That's for sure. All right, guys. Awesome. Awesome uh, show this week. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Speaking of multiplayer, go listen to that podcast. It's everywhere podcasts are found. Give it a five star rating, and uh, reach out to the to Connor and Dan. Tell them what you think about the show. Uh, coming up this week, we got the full Ant Man and the Wasp review from Geo. So look forward to reading that. And Anime Expo actually happened this weekend, and our on the ground reporter Katie went there. Experienced all. I think it was like five days worth of stuff. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> um, I think it was four. Was it four? Okay. I believe so. All right, so she went to all of it, and uh, she got a cool little feature coming up with a clothing brand called Anime PLS, and they had a big booth there. She went to go and talk to some of the uh, the creators and the uh, the people that run Anime PLS, and so that will be up on the site soon. Look forward to that. And that's it. We might have some more stuff. We'll keep you uh, posted on our social media feeds on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. And then look for some videos coming up soon on our YouTube channel. All of this can be found that Geek Show, one word. Just type it into the search bar. We'll pop up. We're that fancy new Shield logo that uh, we relaunched with. So that's our stuff. Um, you want to go around the room and plug your stuff, anybody? Dan, I know you probably just want to plug multiplayer, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah uh, you know, our first episode was very uh what's the word uh impulsive so the future ones uh, connor and i have been working uh together yeah, i've got like a better it's fun yeah yeah we got we, we have a better feel and foothold because it was our first time doing it on our own uh, you know i so. kind of I, I kind of yeah well maybe just increase the audio quality a little bit get everybody a mic but <laughs> besides that i kind of like the rawness of it whereas like the beginning everybody was just like i'm uh this person and then it's kind of like yeah. awkward and laughing it's fun you yeah. kind of get everybody just loose and like just talking about what you love it's good yeah, it was great having our roommates being able to take part. But other than that, you can catch me on, uh, you know, Twitter and Instagram and on PlayStation Network as uh, Brickhouse13, B-R-double-K, not 2-C, not C-K, but double Ks. Awesome. Uh, Jamal? At Jamal Cinco Uno on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. And uh, still tickets available for GCF, right? Oh, yes. Good as gold, August 25th. Uh, um little wrestling promotion that i'm running out in southern california um word on the street is eric's gonna be there i'll be uh, there on a, on on commentary my golden, sh- my golden pipes that you're here right now oh well i don't know i don't know anything about those golden pipes but uh yeah <laughs> that took a turn i, I, I still don't know how we're gonna distribute this I, you haven't even told me the logistics of what we're doing but we'll figure it out i guess we'll, we'll talk about it we'll talk right. about it <laughs> all right um and then uh matt how about you um, on uh, Twitter and on Instagram, I am the same. It's uh, Matt Geek Show, all one word, Matt Geek Show. And uh, awesome. You know, you don't have to worry about any Last Jedi posts from me. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's your I Twitter. You can worried. do what you want. <laughs> like, yeah. Just... yeah, but I, I think I think even I'm kind of tired of the train at this point. Yeah, it just feels like we're I, yeah we're just all tired, like physically and emotionally tired of it. <laughs> I, I don't think I've talked about a movie six months after it's been released. Dude, seriously, it's it's so crazy. So. All right, cool. So that's where they can find you. And then Michelle, you probably don't want to give out your personal info, right? No, so we'll just leave don't that. Don't try one. to find me. 
she's somewhere in the galaxy. You can find yes. her on that. I will show. find you. you can and find I will follow you. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that wasn't creepy at all. That <laughs> was taken. Oh yeah, well, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got it. You can I find appreciated Mich- it. You can find Michelle on thatgeekshow.com. Uh, and only there. And only there. <laughs> That's it. No, murder is everywhere. You guys are too cavalier with your information. <laughs> so, <okay>. That's fair. <laughs> Michelle brings a valid point. That, yeah, that, but I mean... like I'm low key Batman, so I'm okay. All right. Well, on that happy note, <laughs> we're gonna end the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Go follow us on all the uh, channels we mentioned before and everybody's social media. And we'll see you next week for another That Geek Show. Thanks, everybody. Stay geeky. Bye-bye. Don't be a scruffy nerf herder. Subscribe to our channel for more That Geek Show goodness in your life. Be sure to also check out our website, thatgeekshow.com, where we post exclusive photos from events and cons. And for all the latest news on upcoming special guests and geek swag giveaways, follow us on Twitter and Facebook.